Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. We're live. It's a little bit later than advertised because um, I've been uh, in theatre. I knew it'd be late because I um, started. Well, I, I started fine. It's just that it was a, a long case, so it's always going to finish late. So sorry about that. Um, hoping everything's working in terms of audio and uh, and everything, and I hope this internet and the, the hospital works okay. Um, so uh, I've got some questions here. And as ever, if, if you have any questions you want to ask me live, then please do. Um, the uh, If you're wondering what's going on here, what this guy is doing, well, this guy is Jonathan Stiano, consultant plastic surgeon, and I am doing a live Q&A. So if you um, have any questions, ask away. And if you want to know what you need to do, please feel free to comment and share. So, um, as I said, if you've got a live question, live it up, but if not, we'll do the agenda. Now, number one, the first time on the agenda, very important item, this is the breast implant event we, event we are having at the clinic. Wednesday, the 29th of January, which is next, it's Tuesday today, isn't it? Yes, next Wednesday, it's week tomorrow, five till seven o'clock. If you have any, um, well, I will talk about the ins and outs of breast implants. Let me look, I'm gonna type this in the chat. Here's the event link in the chat, if that works. Did that work? Khan's in the house, Khan, good evening. Uh, nice to see you. So there's the, there's the link. Um, which I don't know what is it that's in a Facebook event is it I don't know what that that does but anyway it uh, you can um, come basically if you want uh, and what it is I'm going to be talking about breast implants all the um, controversies about breast implants good bad um, uh, so you can make a judgment about whether it's right and you can ask me questions and you can do sizes as well with Vicky nurse so that's going to be Quite something. So I, you, sorry, I'm going to get that thing off the bottom there. Do you think I should leave that thing at the bottom? I'm going to get it off. Um, so yes. So if you think about implants, you've got any questions, or you just want to go and have a look at the clinic, then please feel free to come. Um, yeah. Um, what more can I say? That's what it is. It's going to be really exciting, and I'm very excited about it, and I think you should be too. So, um, <laughs> very exciting. Um, right, I've got a question here. Right, let's have a look at what this question says. I was diagnosed with Crohn's in 2009. I had an emergency open surgery and part of my bowel removed. I was also left with an ileostomy bag. I had this reversed May 2010. I then had open surgery again in 2012 to repair a large hernia. This is supported with a large reinforced mesh. I have one large scar from the surgeries and one small scar to the right where my ileostomy bag was fitted. 
I also have a bulging hang on the right side of my stomach. Would you consider a tummy tuck or liposuction? Um, well, that's asking the question, tummy tuck or liposuction. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I would consider it, yeah. Um, so liposuction is good at removing the fat, not so good at the skin. So if you have bulges, particularly if you've got a lot of scars, if you've got a scar with a sort of bulge next to it, um, then you, if, if you know liposuction would remove some of the, the, the fullness there, um, so that that would be an indication for liposuction. But if you sorry, have you said what the problem is? Uh, bulging hang. I mean, the bulging hang is unlikely to be made better with uh, liposuction. The hang is where your tummy tuck comes in because it removes and tightens the skin. Now, clearly, you're you're a complicated case because you've got mesh in there. You've had a hernia repair multiple surgeries, I'm thinking that your scars are going to be, is it straight up and down and is it below your belly button? If your scars are below the belly button, that's fine, they'll be removed. Or if they're above the belly button or, or above and below the belly button, then they're a problem because they're going to tether and pull. Scars don't give as, as well as normal skin gives. And so you could have a problem doing the tummy tuck because when you pull the skin down and you want it to stretch, if there's scar tissue there, it won't give and stretch as well. So that might be issue so I think hang then probably tummy tuck rather than a uh, liposuction but certainly it's a it's a potential I wouldn't say no uh, it's a potential thing that you could consider having done um, definitely um, yeah I think it's a definite it's a definite maybe definite maybe uh, but obviously complicated uh, car is straight in uh, guys you're around this time of night I trust you I thought I'd be talking to myself but uh, hey-ho, you're around, that's good, don't knock it. Uh, so Cara has said, if we can just uh, use the facilities here and get it like that, like that, just like that. And once you can uplift with implants, how long between surgery, as I'm 15 DPO of days post-op is that, from tummy tuck, almost also how much do you charge? So Cara, um, do you mean how long between surgeries between the uplift and the implants or do you mean how long between surgeries from the tummy tuck to the uplift with implants um i'm going to assume it's the latter so i would say at least three months probably six months plus would be better tummy tucks a big op you need to get yourself over it so three months maybe start planning at the three month stage and, and sort of think about it around the six month stage but the longer you leave it the better if, uh, well, to be honest, it's the same answer if it's between the time, if it's because some people stage a lift with implants, do it at two separate operations. So that's the same answer, three to six months. Um, oh, how long post tummy tuck? Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's, um, that's, that's, um, that's, oh, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> They're going. Um, so that's, this, that's so post here. So it would be, yeah, minimum three car. I mean, yours know yourself, you're going to be still a bit uncomfortable at three months. So I would say probably six months is more realistic. But talk to your surgeon, Cara. Talk to your surgeon, really. That's what I would say. But, you know, everyone's different. See how you heal. Depends how it goes. Yeah, plan on six minimum. No maximum. Leave it as long as you want. Amis love it. Love it. Can you have a breast lift and implants with tummy tuck with lipo in one operation on 10 months post bypass? Yes, you can. 
So I've just done a breast reduction with tummy tuck and lipo. That's why I'm late. Um, and the breast reduction is quite a big op. I mean, breast lifting implants is big op as well. Probably, well, up there, similar, maybe probably even big, probably, probably bigger actually. So it's a lot of operate, a lot of surgery to have amis. Um, oh, sorry, um, Cara said, how much do you charge? Cara, uh, they'll send you details. I don't know how much we charge for a uh, uplift with implants. Uh, it's an expensive operation and uplift with implants, I know that. Uh, not as expensive as doing it two separate ops. So look on the bright side. There is a there is a cost effectiveness in doing it uh, in, two, in one op. But um, what I'll do, Cara, is I will make a note that you want to, and then I don't know how we'll get in touch with you on Facebook somehow. Will we? We'll direct message you or something, um, or you can direct message us or give us an email. I should really have thought this through, shouldn't I? How do we give, give people who ask for a price? Um, so, yeah, I'm making a note, Cara. I'm making a note. That's going to get sorted there. That's that's what I'll do. I'll make a note. Um, so, sorry, Amis. Yes, you can have a breast lifting implants with a tummy tuck and lipo in one operation, but it's a big op. And a lot of people want it in one op because it's one recovery um, and one time off work, which is obviously a big one. But um, 10 months post bypass, post bypass, well done. You need to really make sure your weight is stabilized as well. Um, so you need to be clear that your weight is stable um, and you're in a good position. You need to work with your bariatric team to check you're in a good place to have uh, body contouring surgery. But it's perfectly reasonable to do it in one op. Uh, although, as I say, it is quite a big op, so you'd have to be prepared for that. Um, uh, this is a patient, uh, not a patient, this is a person who um, has messaged, which I have replied to the message, but anyway, I'll say it here. I have a lump, is this the one? Yes, this is the one. I have a lump on my lower stomach after a tummy tuck. I had some complications post-surgery in Prague, seroma and hematoma. I thought the bulge was due to a recurring seroma, but when I went to have it drained, there was nothing there. Why do I have a bulge? That's actually a prey seed uh, bit of the comic because I've read the full message and it said more than that, didn't it? Because I remember, I remember answering it because this patient, I think they'd had, did they? Ha I think they'd had a seroma and I think they'd had it drained and it was all okay. Then a then then it, then a sort of fullness came back, and then they went to have it drained and nothing came out. So that sequence of events made me think that it probably is seroma because if you have a ser if you have it if you, if you have the seroma drained and it goes flat uh, and then it gets you know that it's not fat that's left behind so the bulge is probably seroma uh, and the fact they couldn't get any out means that possibly they were in they weren't quite getting the needle in the right place possibly it was loculated if you have a lot of uh, seromas, it can become loculated, so you can maybe get it in one bit, get a bit of a seroma out, and there's still left behind. The next step, if there is a swelling and you're not sure if it's seroma or not, they put a needle in. I mean, the first thing is it's probably seroma, so put a needle in and drain it. But if they can't drain it, the next step is to have an ultrasound, and uh, they can they can tell whether it's fluid or not. And if it is fluid, they can put a, a needle in and drain it for you. So that's the next step. 
Yeah, ultrasound. Here's the next one. Amis. Amis, what cost roughly? Right, Amis, you're going on the list. Um, if you can do something, I'll have it sorted next week for um, for uh, what to do and so on, I'll surprise and I'll have it slick. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Like, message me and I'll give you a price or something. I'll say that now, message me. Or, or email us your, oh no, you don't know my email. Well, I can tell you my email. My email's info at, um, but anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll make a note and, and Sarah or someone will get in touch with you um, by some means and give you a price for a tummy tuck with lipo and a breast lift and implants. Styanoplastic surgery, spit a mouthful in that. .co.uk If you like, I will reply with prices and more info. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't. I'm just typing the Facebook ad. I'm typing. Say what procedure? Oh God! This isn't what you signed up for, is it, guys? interested in close brackets there you go that should be a that should be a call um so what cost roughly the answer what am i some feedback hi pit is it my is it my earphones um so what cost roughly i'll tell you what a, a tummy tuck with lipo a breast lifting implants a lot amis um Roughly more than ten thousand pounds, probably less than fifteen thousand pounds. It's expensive. That's going to be expensive. I, I don't know. It might be more than fifteen thousand. I'm not sure, but it'll be a lot. And this, um, yeah. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Just email us and we'll send it to you because it might. I might have got it wrong. But yeah, it's not, not a cheap one. Is there a tinny sound? Is there? Right. Okay. What if I do that? Where we where we we're going back up. Let's go back up to Wendy. Wendy, nice to hear from you. Uh, so uh, the answer about how long a reconstruction after a mastectomy uh, uh, um, is you will know how long it lasts, Wendy. So the problems you get at this stage are most likely capsular contracture. You could also get rupture. But if you get a rupture, if it ruptures within the capsule and keeps its shape, you probably won't know about it. So it's more like a rupture that's an extracapsular rupture. There's intracapsular rupture and extracapsular rupture. So uh, extracapsular rupture is when you have the whole implant ruptures and the, and the capsule ruptures and the breast changes its shape, so you'll know about it. And a capsular contracture, you'll know about it because it goes hard. So basically the point is, if you're okay, you're okay. So, um, but, uh, at 10 years or 11 years now, you could you can get problems in terms of it going hard. The other thing, um, Wendy, is if you uh, because you've had reconstruction, the big thing is have you had um, sorry, excuse me, um, radiotherapy? Because if you've had radiotherapy, it's going to accelerate your risk of going of capsular contracture. So if you're on 11 years 
and you've had a radiotherapy, that's amazing. Um, but uh, but um, yeah. So how long? Uh, hopefully, Wendy, it'll last forever. But it may well start to go hard. Uh, in which case, you might want to have something done. You don't have to have anything done. You might want to have something done. Um, but the NHS should be able to help you with that. And I'm sorry, I don't work at City anymore. But um, uh, but they should be able to help you with that. I can help you if you want in terms of putting you in touch with people um, because you're a patient of mine, but uh, I won't be able to do it myself on the NHS because I don't work on the NHS anymore. Um, I can hear that tinny sound now as well. It's in my ears. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, can hear, right, yes. Uh, Lisa, this is why I want you as my surgeon. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, that's what you want out of a surgeon, isn't it? Like the earplugs and stuff. Real and always available. Cost isn't everything. Trusting someone is. Absolutely, listen. Everyone, listen. Oh, God, I've got to put that up on screen. Right, listen to Lisa, everybody. This is, this is what you want out of a surgeon, yeah? So what if he unplugs the earphones and gets no sound for a while? Big deal. You know, so what? Plug the earphones back in, we're back on the audio. So, you know, no harm done. Cost, cost isn't everything. Yeah, it's about trusting someone, right? Um, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for that. Um, so, Wendy, performed by me. I know it was performed by me, Wendy. I said that, maybe my things went out. I remember you. Um, NHS and was it radio? Well, yeah. So that so Wendy, I will tell you what, that is amazing. If you've done eleven years and you've had radiotherapy, um, did you have a lap door side from the back as well? Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's good. So yeah, so Wendy's results were fair. That's good. Um, so basically, Wendy, if you haven't got any problems, then then uh, you know that that's fine. But if there is anything you worry about. Uh, then, uh, then, then, yeah, you might yeah, need to have your implant changed. No, Julie, I don't unplug people in the middle of the operation. Fortunately, I'm not involved in the plugs. I'm not responsible for plugs or anything like that during the surgery. I'm just, you know, I just keep it simple. Otherwise, goodness knows. Wendy, yes, yes. So uh, yeah, we're back on, back on. Now this is a question that apparently I answered last week, um, but I obviously didn't do it very well. What does it say? I answered it last week, but I answered this question last week, but she's a little confused, so she's asked a further question. Okay, right, let's do this. Is this the one I put up? Should I? Should I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome type three? I'm wanting implants and full uplift. Would you advise this is done in two separate procedures? I ask, is there be increased risk going back through the scar tissue and wound healing due to the risk of poor healing, which is associated with the condition? I'm worried that if I have the two procedures together, the nipple will die and struggle with wound healing. However, if I have two separate procedures, I'm worried I'm putting my through body through two lots of surgeries and two sets of wound healings. What should I do? Well, to be honest with you, this is the same for everybody having. I mean, I know you've got an. I think you know you've got an increased risk of wound healing problems because of your lost and loss, and so you should worry about. Uh, having surgery at all, um, but I think that the uh, and, and I think your valid arguments for having it in two surgeries 
that your two surgeries is safer because you will heal after one and then you know you you you, you, you for instance do the mastopexy tighten everything heal and then do implants later um, so it's safer in terms of wound healing problems uh, and um, but it's two operations and as you say you put your body through two operations and there are risks of having two operations so it's a balance and so we'd have to balance how bad your wound you know if you've had other uh, healing problems with your loss down loss uh, if you have got a significant problem with healing, then maybe you shouldn't have either operation because, you know, even a mastopexy without implants is, uh, has got risks. So it's all uh, a spectrum of balancing risks. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what I said last week. And I obviously didn't do it, do it justice, but it's a hard question to answer without talking to you in person and talking about what your problems are, how extensive your problems are, and saying, look, you're going to have more risk of wound healing problems if you have it in one operation. But you get it over in one operation, one recovery, and one um, one anaesthetic. So the thing that I really think that for me, that doing it in two operations is really good when you're borderline. If you're borderline for one of them, so if you're borderline for the implants bit, if you think actually the size is okay, I'd like them a bit bigger, but it's really the shape I'm worried about. I'd say, well, have the mastopexy and see, you might be happy with, uh, with the size and you might not need implants. Similarly, if you're like, oh, I'm happy with the, the shape, although they're a little bit droopy, but not terribly droopy, it's really the size I'm really unhappy with. Well, in that case, you could always have implants or potentially, I don't know, you know, not everyone is candidate for this, but this is the cases where it's often sometimes I'll say, look, why don't you just have implants, see how you go. You might be okay with the shape. You might not need a mastopexy. Or you might say, you know what, I don't like the shape. Uh, I have a mastopexy as a second stage, which a lot of people routinely do it as two stages, but you might have avoided that second one if you were happy with the shape. So I think the borderline cases are the ones that I really do, uh, you know, think is a good, a good way to do it in two, two stages. But I will do it personally in one stage. But as I said, if you've got significant wound healing problems and you're, you're worried about that, then yes, maybe two stage would be a good thing to do. But it's, it's all a discussion. No right or wrong in this world. Well, probably is, but you know, not, not with this one. This is a difficult one. Lisa, how do you determine if you can get away with just an uplift without implants? Is there some way at home you can figure it out if your boobs will be full enough without implants? Uh, if you get a, yeah. Lisa, what size bra do you wear? Um, what size bra do you wear? And I mean, I'm not, you don't have to say because, you know, obviously, I'm just saying that's the question I would ask. And if you say I wear a whatever cup bra, I'd say, what size do you want to wear? And if you say, well, I'm happy with wearing a C cup or a D cup or whatever cup you are, then I'd say, well, just, you just need a lift because a lift will, will do the same as what a bra does. It brings the breast into, the, into a better shape. Um, and it doesn't, your cup size will be about the same. So if you're happy being about the same cup size that you are now, then you don't need implants. If you're a B cup now and you want to be a D cup, or if you're a C cup now and you want to be an E cup or something like that, if you want to be a bigger cup, then implants are good. So that's, so, oh, you said help it. Oh dear, you put it there now, Lisa, everyone knows. Uh, but anyway, if you're happy with the cup size, basically, um, then, and it's just a shape issue, then you don't need implants. Although, again, we'd have to talk about it in the clinic because you can't get sustained upper pole fullness with implants, uh, with a lift. 
Um, so you'd have to be happy with the shape that a lift gives. A lift does give more fullness in the upper part of the breast, but it always settles to give what I would call a natural shape, a bit of a concavity in the upper pole. So, um, so um, hold on a minute, we've got an, we've got an urgent question coming. I've got the arm if I need can I be a pain and the rude one who asks if you can answer the last question on your list? Why do I have a bulge after tummy tuck? Only because I've only got 5% battery remaining and no charger on me. All right. I've asked, I've answered that one. I've done that one, Kaylee. Um, it was, the answer was that um, it's the, 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 so this person's got a bulge. Uh, they've had it, they've had a seroma drain, then it was flat, and then they had it came back again. Uh, and then they tried to have it drained and nothing came out. So I said, if that's the case, it's probably seroma. If you've had one seroma drain and you know it's flat after that seroma is drained. So it could be loculated or it could be the needle wasn't in the right place. So get an ultrasound and they can drain it on the ultrasound. That was your answer, Kaylee. So I hope that we got in there with your 5% battery. I'll tell you what, if mum's on 5% battery, it just dies instantly. Mine dies instantly on 17% battery. Um, so Lisa. And sorry, last question, Lisa, don't be sorry, because you remember. Do you remember the premise of all this? Please comment and share. So don't be sorry, we want the comments. Oh, definitely the comments. Um, hold on, Kaylee's back in, 5% back in. Kay so is it you, Kaylee? Is, is it you that sent the photos and stuff? Well, um, don't think it, I've got seroma. Are you the... So, okay, the question I was asking, answering was a patient who'd had swelling, had gone back, had it drained, went flat, swelling came back again, and then uh, they couldn't drain anything out. So that you're asking a different question, Kate, you've got a bulge after a tummy tuck. So it depends where the bulge is, Katie. If it's at the end of the scar, it could be a, uh, a dog ear, which is a bulge at the end of the scar. These usually settle, so you wanna wait at least three months, probably six, maybe even 12 months, for things like that to settle. Uh, if it's a bulge century, then it could be just swelling. If it's not seroma, it could be edema, just swelling of the tissues again in the first three to six months after surgery. Um, and it could just be a bit of fat or fullness. Here we go. No, not me that sent the photos. Okay, just got a bulge at the bottom middle area. So bottom middle area, that could be the mons area, the bit that were the top of the pubic hair. And that could have been there already, but it's just a bit more obvious when you've had the tummy tuck. Um, so yeah, if it's not a serum, it could be a bit of you know fatty tissue that was that's there, and, and, and it might and sometimes you do have a bit of fullness in the mons area, but you don't really realise until you've had the tummy tuck. Twelve months post op, excellent. So yeah, it could be that, Katie. Talk to your surgeon, but it could be that a bit of liposuction or something might help that. Um, so I hope you can get to a charger soon. So Lisa. Um, says, uh, do you perform RFs? Yes, we do. Now, when you say at the Stiano Clinic, um, we, the, we work at the hospitals like this, um, so I wouldn't do arm lift at the, at the clinic. You know, we, we see you at the clinic. We do all the consultations at the clinic uh, and all the post-op care at the clinic, but actually we, we do the surgery at the hospitals. Um, so, but yeah, we do, we do do arm lift. Yep, that's something that we do, Lisa. Um, uh, Judy, is there a way of tightening breasts that fall sideways and bring them more central? Yeah, breast lift. Yeah, so breast lift narrows the breast. The breast is often too wide, and so a breast lift will narrow the breast. 
bring the volume back up on the chest uh, and, and we'll bring them back up. I mean, they still move because it's natural breast tissue, but they'll be better than they were before. Yeah. Angela Davies, I want a reduction. Do they do a lift as well? And is that all one price? Yes. Um, that, yes, Angela, to everything. A lift, sorry, a, yes, a lift is part of a reduction. Uh, you don't have to ask for it, it is part of it. And it is one price. And if you want to know a price, message me um, or, or uh, yeah, message me with your email address and say, can I have a price for a reduction? And we'll email you. That's what I should be doing. That's how we get people to be private. So message me with your email address and say, can I have a price for reduction? And we'll email you a price and some info about reductions. Yes, that's, that's, that's what I should have done earlier. I should have said that earlier. Katie's gone. All right, Katie, go get charged on your phone. Uh, thanks for thanks for um, spending your last five percent on on me, uh, Corinna Jennings. My surgeon didn't lipo my mons, and I look like an action man. Can I just have lipo on my mons alone? Yes, of course you can. An action man. So I think I can sort of, yeah, I think I can relate to that. Um, uh, but uh, yes, definitely you can, um, Corinna. We wouldn't, to be honest with you, we wouldn't loop routinely routinely. Uh, lipo the mons, so it's not unusual not to lipo the mons. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, if if you do still have fullness, Corinna, are you? No, it, it, you have to give it time because it might be swelling. Remember, so I mean, if you left it like a year or so, then then yeah, there might be just a bit of fullness there. But that's uh, so you can have a um, bit of lipo to that. So Angela, yes, that is good news. Uh, yeah, so if you're having a breast reduction, you're having a lift. It's the same. It's part of it, integral part of it. Last question. Last question. So, scar revision, does it remove scars? No. 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 I didn't know what to call it, actually, on the website, whether they call it scar revision or scar removal or what. Because people say I want scar removal, and scar removal is a bit not sort of um, not uh, honest. Is honest the right word? But you know, well, just not 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 what it is. You're not removing the scar. You're revising the scar. You're changing the scar. So scar revision involves changing a scar. Um, so there's quite a lot we can do to change a scar, but we can't remove it. No one can remove it. I mean, hopefully we can, sometimes we can change it so that it look, it's hard to see. Um, and sometimes it can be really hard to see, but they're always there. So it might be changing if it's dented in or raised up or uh, stretched or in a funny line. Um, so we can change scars, but we cannot remove them. We can only change them. So it's scar revision, really. No one, no matter what they say, can remove scars. The best thing is time, time to let them fade. Wow, that was a good one. Wow, I'll tell you what, pulling the headphones out was a winner. Flipping out, I've got a lot of, uh, I mean, Lisa wants me as a surgeon because I couldn't figure out the headphones. So, um, so that's, yeah. Well, you have to do that every week. Pull the headphones out. So um, good. That's that. If oh, any more for any more. 
uh, all in fair warning. Going once. If you've got any questions, I'll be very happy to answer them. I'm available here. Uh, Lisa's come in. Thank you. See you next Wednesday. Tuesday, Lisa. It's every Tuesday. Um, oh, are you coming to the event on Wednesday? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. So um, see you on Wednesday. Because what Lisa's talking about there is this breast implant event Wednesday, I think. Is it Lisa? Or are you coming from a clinic? I don't know. Anyway, I am doing that next Wednesday. Um, so that'll be good. Um, Sam, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Wendy, oh, yeah, yeah, but by all means, come and see me, Wendy. And I'll tell you something else, Wendy. Um, come and see me and I'll talk to you about what's available. I may not be able to do it, but I'll help, it'll be lovely to see you. And uh, I won't charge you because you're a patient of mine. Um, and I'll be very happy to see you and talk about the um, things. things. Good. Thank you, um, Angela. And uh, good luck with everything. And I will now... Uh, check out and go and put my feet up, cup of tea and uh, have some Weetabix. Thank you very much. And till next week, Tuesday for this. And as Lisa says, let's leave that up, guys. Next Wednesday, 29th, me, you can come and meet Lisa and anyone else who is uh, interested in breast stuff, um, implant issues i'll be talking about stuff and i'll be available uh, if you've got any questions like this you could do ask me here on tuesday or in real life on wednesday so uh yeah so that is going to be good thank you corinna nice to see you wendy and i'm looking forward to seeing you in real life angela um pick up yourself how is that how what is that yeah and um, i am going to check out and I'm going to say thank you all very much for your kindness. And I'm sorry about the lack of volume earlier, but I hope it didn't. Have a question uh, not covered in today's um, show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.